Yeah, although I'm probably not going to be doing most of the week work. If you looked on the... Ironically, he says, given that he very rarely writes anything on the Celebrate Prayer Group, I did write something this week. Did you see it? Did you all take notice? You were, were you? Yes. <laughs> so, you, so you should be. I encourage you to sort of um, listen back to some of the other sermons we've been doing on the subject of Sabbath, and then said this morning is going to be the, hello, well, hello, Harper. Is that biscuit for me? Um, we're going to be doing some stuff together on how do you make this stuff real when you've got a real life, when you've got families, when you've got jobs, when you've got stuff to do. I'm trying to sort of share some, hopefully some stories, some tips, some things that we find hard, some things that we find easy to keep on working on this idea of Sabbath. I will, I will do like a quick reminder of what we've covered, but it will be fairly quick. And I'm just going to, I'm going to mention scriptures without reading them all. And I don't, from the memory of what I've done on the PowerPoint, they're not, they're not going to come up on the PowerPoint either. So you'll have to go and look for them afterwards. We have done them all before anyway, but just to, to say that. Okay. So, but as ever, time to start with those wonderful moments of, of encounter, of just inspiration with my jokes. What, what, what could be better? I hear you cry. <laughs> I can hear you cry. Yeah, usually in a minute's time, I'll, I'll, I'll hear you cry. My mate has a quality streak stuck in his throat. The purple one? Yes, that's him. You see, Richard liked it. No, they haven't. No, I'm original every morning, Richard. Well, yeah, anyway. So I nearly got run over by a Gillette Razor delivery van. That was a close shave. No, no, that was all right. There wasn't, to be honest, you know, I use this, I usually get jokes from the Tim Vine Appreciation Society on Facebook, which I saw, Les, you were on it. I saw a comment from you or a, a smiley face from you. And it, it was thin pickings this morning. Sometimes there's some usually good ones, but there wasn't this morning. Anyway, so about 10 years ago, so it feels, we started talking about um, learning to live more like Jesus, saying that we don't want to do religion, we want to do relationship. Remembering Matthew eleven twenty eight in the wonderful, I love this translation in the message, which is probably about the only one I'm actually going to read, read out to you. Are you tired, worn, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to, come to me. Come away with me and you'll recover your life. I show you, I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. That's the goal. Learn to live like Jesus. The trouble is that for many of us, we don't live that unforced rhythm of grace. We live driven by work, by looking after grandchildren, by doing all sorts of different things and having to take responsibility for all sorts of different things. And it can be difficult to do that stuff of encountering him. And then if we're honest... You know, really on occasions, church doesn't help with that because church demands things. It expects you to be here. There are jobs to fulfill and all that sort of stuff, which is why we've tried to avoid that here and say, no, it's about invitation, not expectation. And, you know, we may have to keep evolving that, but we don't want to get into routers where we're checking where the people are up there and all that sort of stuff. 
because that becomes religion, not relationship, and we want to be family. But remember what we've kept saying all the way through is we're not taking our focus off wanting to be a kingdom-focused, signs and wonders-bringing body of people. That's what we want to be about. But I kept saying that if we want to do what Jesus did, we need to do what Jesus did. And Jesus says, I will give you an unforced rhythm of grace. But actually, if you look at this passage, what he talks about immediately afterwards is the Sabbath. The principle of having a day of rest. And the idea that I gave to you was was this, if you remember. I said, it's a bit like this. However much you withdraw to rest will control how much you can do. So if you think of this as the zero point, if you only withdraw a little bit, you've only got a little bit to give out. If you withdraw more and get more recharged, you've got more to give. And actually, if you really start to withdraw into God and have that period of rest, then actually you're better resourced. If you are finding that you're not doing much of this, my question would be, are you doing much of this? Because we will limit ourselves if we end up being tired and worn out, which is the thing that Jesus says he doesn't want us to be. And the principle of Sabbath is to give us that period of rest. So that was the very first R, my love, that we did. Remember, I did this little jigsaw for you and said, the Sabbath is about the principle of rest. Can we turn this strip of lights off, please? So that people can actually see the projector. And we did like a whole week on this, didn't we? Do you remember? We talked about how the whole pattern of Genesis 1 and 2 is laid out to focus towards the last day. That actually we think creation is complete with us, and it's not. Creation is complete on the Sabbath. That there's a little bit that's like three, three sentences that are all seven words. Seven is the number of perfection. And in the middle of those seven words, the middle word is Sabbath. So in the middle of perfection is Sabbath. I said to you that actually when you look at it, what's the first thing that Adam and Eve do? Rest. They're made on the sixth day, and the seventh day is a day of rest. I know we like to think of ourselves as human doings, but we're meant to be human beings. Being with him, being in the garden. And God blesses the seventh day. The only other days that he blesses are when he blesses human beings and says we're very good, and then he blesses and makes holy the animals. In other words, those that can reproduce get blessed. Human beings can reproduce, they get blessed. Creatures can reproduce, they get blessed. So why does the Sabbath get blessed? Because it reproduces. It reproduces life within us. That resting, and it is stopping. The word means, or one of the words, aret, means to stop. To actually have some time to not do anything. And if you are spending a day and you're so this is my day off and actually you spend all of it legging it around Ikea, my question is, how is that resting? That's isolating yourself and going off and doing something, but it's not resting. But I also said to you that the other R is to resist, is to resist that when the story is retold in Deuteronomy, the message is you used to be slaves. But now that you're not slaves, now that you're going to live in a free land, you should have a day of rest. And not just you, everybody with you. 
any aliens, any animals, any cattle, for the whole country. And the people are reminded in Deuteronomy 5, 12 to 15, that the Sabbath day is a day of being together as a people, but it's a way of not being like the land that you came from. Slaves don't get to control their schedule. Slaves have to do what they're told. Free people get to choose and where to live as free people. And the way that we live our lives should be, we were talking before with, um, sorry, Colin, your name went straight out of my head. I was talking with Colin about um, a friend of his who's become a Christian and his son is looking at this new guy and saying, wow. And I was saying, conversion is the best testimony of all. When somebody comes to Jesus and, and as their lives changed, that's the best testimony of all. Because your life is different. Well, part of the idea of Sabbath is to mark us out as a people who are different. We're meant to be the ones who live like, Je- like Jesus said, that we've got this unforced rhythm of grace. So other people are meant to look and say, your life is better than mine. That my life is full of hassle, it's full of stress, and you are peaceful. Why is that? Well, because I've got Jesus in my life. But also because I've learned to do what Jesus did. And Jesus took a Sabbath. Yes? So we're resisting. But it's also about rejoicing. That Sabbath is meant to be a day of celebration. Isaiah 58, 13 to 14 is all about the people gathering together to rejoice. I.e. Sabbath should be a day of fun. It should be a day that, that gives you life. That, re, that recharges you. Which is why sometimes Sundays can be a question. Is, is Sunday a day of giving life for somebody like me? who basically works every Sunday. I mean, I love being with you all, but it is my work. So how do I rest when even if I'm at something that somebody else is leading, other people will tend to be asking me questions, wanting to do things. That's absolutely fine, but it it makes me question whether for me, Sunday can be a Sabbath. For lots of you, maybe it can be because you come together and you rejoice and we're great and we sing and we worship and I love all of that. But I know for some of you, you know, you're here and you've got responsibilities. So does it does it work? I, that's one of my questions. But it's also about us relating. You work six days, it says in Leviticus 23, but then you are to gather as a sacred assembly. That actually, and I find this a real challenge, and I said it when I was speaking, you can't do Sabbath alone. Because Sabbath is meant to be about connecting. And what would happen is that people would get together and they would tell each other their story. The story of Passover, the story of redemption, the story of how they were slaves and now they're not anymore. Well, if you're telling stories and there's only nobody else is listening to you, you're talking to yourself. And you know what the first sign of madness is? Talking to yourself. Do you know what the second sign of madness is? Getting an answer. <laughs> well, absolutely. And, I, you know, I said to you, and I want to go on to this, this is a real challenge for me, because my, my way of resting is to be alone. I, I feel most recharged when I'm up a hill by myself, and there's nobody else around me, and nobody's asking me something, and nobody wants anything out of me, and it can be just me and him. That, that's my best time to rest. But Sabbath requires us... To do family together. Well, how do we do that? I, I haven't 
when we get to the bit about, you know, has anybody got any answers? I want an answer to this because I, I don't know. That, that is a real question for me. I mean, Paul is sometimes just like, what do you want, what do you want today to do? I want to be in the garden by myself. <laughs> I want to be left alone because I am very, very introverted. But that can't be an excuse. No more than, well, I'm very busy. I've got lots of responsibilities. Join the club. We've still got to find some way to rest, to relate, to rejoice, and finally, to refill. That there's a word that's used in Genesis about God placing the man in the, in the garden, or humanity in the garden, to dwell there, to dwell. Not just to live, but to do well by dwelling. By having that space and that time to be able to be refilled. And that might be about creativity. It might be about looking out on the beauty of the world. It might be by appreciating art or music. But the idea is to remind ourselves that we are human beings, we're not human doings. That there is more to us than what we make and do. That we are, to quote Star Wars, of all things, translucent beings are we, Yoda says. But there's truth even in Star Wars. We are not this mere flesh and blood. We're not separate from our flesh and blood. That would be Gnosticism and we're not getting into that. But we are not just what we do. We understand that, don't we? We have that moment like we went yesterday and we had, I mean, it's a, we told you the backstory. It's such, this is an amazing testimony to faithfulness and prayer. We got to see our new granddaughter yesterday, the day after she was born, which was just a privilege beyond belief and, and marks a real change in our relationship in our, and our family. And as I picked her up and looked at me, and I looked at her, you get that feeling, you know, this is not just, a, this is not just another lump of flesh. This is blood of my blood. This is bone of my bone. She's my granddaughter. Look at me. I can't do it without crying. Because we're reminded that life is more than what we touch and what we do. Isn't it? There's something beautiful and wonderful about looking at a new life and seeing new potential and seeing another generation and seeing, I have to say, my son being an amazing father. I mean, I said to him, every time I hook him, I said, you are a better dad than I ever was. And he is. And that, I just rejoice in that. I don't have, there's no element of competition in that. That's amazing. I want my ceiling to be his floor. And as I look at him relating to his children, I'm like, wow, look at what God can do. It's amazing. So this is what we're aiming for. Sabbath should be a time of rest, a time of refilling, of being resisting, of being different, of rejoicing, and somehow doing that by relating to each other and, and reminding ourselves of who we are and what he's done. And I suggested to you on the final slide, or the next slide rather, that the way to do that is probably to have to do some of this. That to do some things, you have to make some choices to not do some things. So if you are full of wanting, it's very hard to not spend the day staring at Amazon or going to Ikea. But that's about what you do. It's not about what you are. If, like me, I'm really into um, politics. I read a lot of news. I listen to a lot of stuff. And that can mean on my day off, I do a lot of this. 
because I end up being like, oh, how can the, how can our political leaders be so stupid? Why don't you just listen to me? You know, let me king for a day, and it'll all be sorted. Not. <laughs> but also, this not working. It means putting some boundaries round, making some ways. And you might be sat there thinking, well, this is you know, I don't want to do this. That you are a free, powerful individual. That's completely up to you. We can't make you do anything. That's one of my fundamental things that I learned as a pastor, that on a good day, all I get to do is control me. I cannot and I will not try to control you because it's impossible. But what I can do is suggest some things. So we've been working through all this. And this this was my design. Well, it wasn't actually. I went out for a walk with God and I was like, how can we do some stuff to try and make this real? And literally, I saw this in front of me as a picture. I don't often get visions like that. I get other things. It's usually words for me and poems. But I I literally saw this thing floating in front of me and thought, that's a cool idea. I'm having that. And then turned it into this. Well, I didn't. I came up with the words and I sent this really naff sketch to somebody who I know who does design. and, And I said, oh, can you do this? And 15 minutes later, she sent it back to me. It's like swat or what? Anyway, it's cool, isn't it? It's really good. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very. This is my baby. <laughs> very proud of this. So, and remember, in all of this, we cannot be legalistic because Jesus isn't legalistic. Jesus says, "Sabbath is made for people, not people for Sabbath. We're not meant to serve it. It's meant to serve us." And if you look time and time again probably the biggest point of argument between Jesus and the Pharisees is Sabbath. That they come and say, oh, you're not doing it properly. And he says, in the blunt Yorkshire Bible, bog off. <laughs> and he does, doesn't he? He, he argues, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not conforming to your pattern, is what he says to them. You've got the wrong model and I'm not following it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when it's, yeah. it's, like, it's like when they're in the boat. You know, I, lo- I love the bit in the boat. When um, there's the storm and they turn to Jesus, turn to Jesus and say, do you not care that we're drowning? I'm going to die for you. Don't tell me about a storm, sunshine. It just always makes me laugh. Do you not care? Do you write a blooming care? Just I'm not going to be worried by your circumstances. Anyway, that's a complete sidetrack. But yes, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, you're not following our rules. Well, I made the rules, sunshine. So listen up. It is quite amusing. All right. So any questions on that? I need you to be alive. I need you to be interactive this morning. I need you to have your voices working and your brains turned on. Say yes, Stuart. Yes, Stuart. <laughs> oh, come on, stir you up. Any questions? Is it clear? Okay, cool. So now, how do you make it work? How do you make it real for you and for me and for us? How could we somehow fit this into how we are as a church i don't know that's what you want to hear the person preaching saying isn't it? <laughs> i've got some ideas and we've started doing some stuff when when we do it at our best we haven't got anything booked in and it, for us it usually is saturday because sunday is a working day and we book it in and we're aware that yeah that's when we're going to sabbath and we don't necessarily arrange to see anybody else although that relation thing is a question to that my phone goes in the drawer on friday evening and i turn it off 
I've put my watch so that it doesn't do any alarms on a Saturday or whichever day we choose. The iPad, which I use during the week, has a special mode, so I don't see any news. I can't. I mean, I, if I dig around, I can still access the news apps, but they're not immediately there in front of me. And I've said, um, because sometimes what I will do is I'll hide away a little bit and I'll watch something on Netflix on my iPad. And that, but that's not resting, that's, that's isolating. So I've said to Liz, the only thing I will watch on our Sabbath day is something we, we do together. So I'm not going to sit and isolate myself. I've got to be connected to other people. Um, I was about to say, even if it's just Liz, but that's really awful. If, if just the two of us. Um, that's some of the stuff we're starting to do. But I know straight away there's a challenge. Because often we're busy Monday to Friday, and you know we, we, we treated ourselves to a new bed, which is wonderful to try and help us sleep better. That's a real, tr- a real treat. But the new bed required us to go get new bedding. Well, we had appointments Monday to Friday. So the only day we've got to do it is Saturday. Well, how's that going to work when we were trying to take a Sabbath? I don't, I don't know. And I don't want to be legalistic about it. But how does it work? I, I think I have got to the point, I think, where I can tell the difference. I can tell the difference between when, we do, when it feels like we've, we've done a Sabbath well and when we've not quite hit the right note. So yesterday, it was, it was Liz's birthday, which was wonderful. Um, but I had my phone with me because I was waiting, we were waiting for messages from Josh to hear about Beyond Go Sierra. But because I had my phone with me, I was distracted. And because I had my phone with me, I saw the headline. And because I saw the headline, I, you know, oh, come on, Stormer, you can do better than that. I won't tell you what I said about the other law. Anyway, um, and it just it just didn't... I mean, we went to the cinema, and that, that was nice. I mean, I loved it because we saw Mission Impossible 7. Boys, guns, explosions, trains, falling off. It's fantastic. One long two and a half hour of stunts. It's just cool. Liz was not that keen, which was ironic because it was her birthday. I loved it. It was really cool. Anyway, and then we went, and then we went to see family, which was lovely because we saw Erin. Um, and then we had a takeout together, and that was that was good. But it just didn't feel quite the because we ended up doing driving, going, basically going from one thing to another to another. And it probably wasn't helped by the fact that we did the CSM barbecue on Friday evening, put up the event shelter so that we could cook underneath it. We stood in the kitchen on Saturday morning and thought, where's the event shelter gone? And it was in next door's garden, turned upside down. So we then had to go out in the rain, which it rained just at the right time for us to go outside, and take it down. So it was like, well, this doesn't feel particularly restful. This is a bit of hard. But because we'd committed to doing something on the Friday, it impacted the Saturday. So maybe there's a like a, hmm... But then, if you're not careful, well, I can't do anything on the Thursday because that might interrupt my Friday. And, Anyway, so these are some of the ponderings I've been having. I have some questions. I have some things for you to think about. Oh. So I would like you, and like a group here and a group there, but I'd like at least one or two people from this side to go over there because there's less of them. Thank you, Danielle. Somebody's listening to me. Probably one other because there's about, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Richard. That's great. Cool. And I would, you, you, I mean, you can't see all the questions anyway. I'll m- move it up in a minute. You probably won't get through all of them. But I'd like you to start some discussion. Have you done it? 
Have you tried making a Sabbath? If you have done, what have you done? What's worked? What hasn't worked? Maybe you're sat there and you're like, well, I've always done this. You know, I always keep a wonderful day where I rest and I nap and I have just, I just have a peaceful day. And you've done that every week. Fantastic. Come up here and tell us all how you got to do it. But I'm wondering whether for most of us, we're still at the, well, some of us will be at the, wow, this is a bit mind-blowing and I don't really know how to do it. Some of us might be, actually, no, I've been trying to do a few things and I've got a few ideas. Some of us might be, well, I think I'm nearly there, but I've still got some stuff. So I'd like you to talk to each other. And then we're going to share some ideas. Is that all right? Is that all right? Yeah. Say yes to us. Come on. Cool. All right. So group there, group here. I will move the questions up. Go on. You were going to ask me that something, Danielle. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm, it, the projector seems to be doing a few interesting things because I set it for easy worship and then it, anyway, I'll make this a bit smaller so it all fits on the screen. Okay, but turn to each other, look like you love each other, look, look like you're actually going to talk to each other. And we, we are, we are going to have like, you know, a good 10, 15 minutes for this. I'm not going to feel hurried. Share some stories, even if it's I tried it and it fell flat on its backside and I don't want to do it again. That's still an honest story to share. Okay. Cool, and then we will get together. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's fine. I'm going. On here. It's here. Yeah, you're on there. So, yeah, Stuart, I've done bits and pieces of it. I haven't necessarily done a complete Sabbath. Yeah. But I've looked at some of the ideas about rest, huh? some of the ideas about what is working and what is not working, uh, and how to resist the the, the, the ideas and we had a good discussion here around this group here about switching off alerts on your phone. Okay. Simple as that. Yeah. Yep. But that was it was good good call. Okay. Who who else has done any stuff to try and make a Sabbath a day a bit different? Anybody else? Yeah. That's all right. Okay. So those of you who haven't and that's not an accusation, what stopped you? Why haven't you? Go on, Danielle. Um, I have I have tried. Um, so I would like go out a walk and stuff. Um, because I find it easier. Whereas when it's inside, trying to rest is more a f- pressure, and like I really find it hard to just not do anything. Especially when you kind of live in your own as well, mm-hmm, so you don't have anyone really to sit and enjoy things with. Mm-hmm. So it can be harder, but mm-hmm. yeah. That's what kind of stops me is I get bored easily and I just find it hard just to sit. And that, that's a really interesting statement, actually. I mean, that, it's a generational statement. You, you stand in Starbucks, there's a queue of five people. What are they all doing? Looking at their phone. 20 years ago, you would have all stood there and done nothing. All talked to each other. But now... For, for, for generations, for your generation and, and below you, boredom is an, a concept that doesn't exist. Because you can always amuse yourself. Netflix, you name it, you can watch it, you can get it, you can do it. Just standing and doing nothing is a real challenge for people. Anybody else? Those of you who have been like, no, I haven't done it. I mean, you don't want to do. That's fine. That's your answer. I think you're wrong, but your choice. Anybody else? Why haven't you done anything? Why have you not done nothing, if you like what I mean? Go on, John. Although you were chatting away, you've had loads of ideas. and 
It's all been theoretical. Go on. Um, yeah, it's not that I haven't done anything. Um, having read the book and been going to the um, home group, I've looked at doing things like silence and solitude. So yep. I've been. So I haven't done anything to put it all together as a day. Yeah. Um, but I have done different other aspects okay. of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I shared in the group about resistance probably being the important aspect. Um, yeah that we start there because we need to resist all of the pressures that are on us to not do Sabbath. Yeah. And I can relate to that as an individual because I need to resist the temptation just to get up and put the telly on or sit with a coffee and put the computer on and look at my emails. So I've got to resist my temptation to just blob and be proactive about um, doing Sabbath in a, a proactive way. Yeah. Um, yep. And I haven't sat down and thought what that might look like, other than trying different bits that are in the rest of the book. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, cool. And the reason why I say I've done, I've, I've thought about it, the reason why I haven't actually put into practice is because you've got to reorganize your whole life. And so yeah. it takes time. And because I'm looking for a job at the moment, that's taken up all my spare time. So yeah. I've taken time on a Sunday to think about it, but I haven't got to that point because I think, I mean, one of the things we talked a little bit about was that being more organized, if we're going to do this, we need to think a lot more yeah. deeply about our lives, but then we need to actually take the time to organize. And so there's so many steps in taking one very messy life yeah. and trying to bring it into order. It's yeah. kind of like bringing order to a garden, isn't it? You know, yes. it's wild and you, that's good. That's good illustration. You, you can be wanting to do that and, and trying to actively do it, but it does take time. It does take effort. So again, it's uh, yes, we've got to make a decision to do it, yeah. but also when, even when you do, it takes time to put it, it in does. place I'm as saying. well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and there are, internal pressures I've, I, I need to work I've got I need to get money that's an internal pressure then there are there are external pressures for me that's other people well we want to see you well I don't want to see you <laughs> I want to do it by myself or with my wife but you know that you know the six I mean, days what, he's happy to see people yeah, I am, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no I am absolutely don't get me wrong. I love I love people and I love being with people just not all the time it just doesn't work for me. I'm not saying I don't. I do like people. I love seeing my family and I love seeing you guys and I love seeing friends. Just not all the time. And the more you make me do that, the more I want to run in the opposite direction because I'm an introvert and I know myself. Anyway. Go, you can. Go on. Run, Liz. Makes a restful day for you, nuts. Go on. Doesn't need to be a full day because, like, sometimes after work, I can easily shut the phone off, just have time with God. But a full day, I really struggle with. But I can do like the, the, the honest answer is the biblical pattern is yes, it's a day. It's a day, and, and there's no watering that down. Or it's twenty four hours. Yes. Remembering remembering a Jewish day would start at sunset and go till sunset the mm. next day, so it can be Friday evening to Saturday, which is actually when. Mm. Jewish people now would keep the Sabbath. I think John was saying he's in Jerusalem and, you know, the Saturday morning is dead quiet, but Saturday evening is like a mad rave as everybody goes like, well, hey, we're released! And go off and just say something about legalism. I think biblically, a Sabbath is a day. It can't be equivalent of 24 hours. I don't, no, no. no because that's, <laughs> four hours every day. But what, what does God choose to do? He works for six days and then he stops. 
And if we're going to live life after him, because the, the challenge with that is it just becomes like, oh, well, I've done an hour here and I've done an hour there. No, no, no. It's the putting it together is a different thing. Go on. Um, you're going to speak. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> I think your, your husband wanted to speak as well, but we'll get yeah, to him. I should, I should do ladies first. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I just want again from your experience as parents and yeah. oh. grandparents. Yeah, yeah. How do you um, make a Sabbath or create a Sabbath with uh, the multitude? If I, if it's I'm a honest, good question, isn't it? I, I don't know. But we did, we did always. We, we always we always had a day off. Yeah, we always, we always, always had a day off, and we always made that a family day. Mm-hmm. And I guess we did try to do things that made it enjoyable. So we would go swimming together, which, which can be enjoyable and can just be a nightmare because you're like, ah, <laughs> don't drown your brother. <laughs> Let me do it instead. No. Um, we we tried to do things to make it different. So we, we, you know, we didn't do any work. We didn't answer the phone. We didn't do any pastoral work. I didn't, you know, I know lots of church leaders who end up doing their their sermon prep on a Saturday. That's because they're just badly organised and they don't do the rest of the time. It's easier now when there's, if I'm honest, it's easier now with just the two of us. To, although our kids are grown up, so if we say to them, we're going to spend the day in the conservatory reading and sleeping, they're like, yay! Because <laughs> they're busy as well. What you do with young kids who are full of energy and want to, you know, I don't know, maybe that is that the, well, that is when you go running up a hill, so you wear the little beggars out, (laughs) so that then you can get a rest in the evening. I don't know, you you know. I guess if you look at the things on the outside, though, I would say that we definitely did those with our children. So the rest piece didn't look like sitting in the conservatory, reading a book and having an afternoon snooze. But the, the... the not, we didn't work. We didn't do wanting. We never ever. No, we never went shopping. We, we never, never went shopping, shopping and kind of did stuff like that with our kids on a Saturday, and um, and we didn't do worrying stuff. You know, no. we, we we shut the world out. We, I mean, I didn't have a phone for the vast majority of our children's ch- childhood because I got one a mobile phone when they were about, I don't know, one of them, I think when Josh was about five, I hated it so much I accidentally washed it in the washing machine and I was really relieved. So I didn't have a, I didn't have a phone for years. We had a house phone, but I didn't, I actually just didn't bother having one because it's such an interruption to your life. Um, And so I would say that we did do like the outside circle. That was really good. The bit that we probably well, struggled. I guess we did, we did relating because we did it as a family. Yeah, we did relating and re- and rejoicing, and we did a, quite a bit of resisting. What we struggled with was by the resting and the refilling. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the bits that are harder to do as as a family. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if my questions are so many in one, yep. but I think the first thing is, how do you rest, and then you are relating? I want to believe that rest is okay. I'm all alone. Yeah. But if I need to relate, I need people around me. Yeah, yeah. Now, so, or do I do resting separately on the Sabbath? Probably another Sabbath I pick relating or something. That's a part of it. Now, another part of it is how do I marry? If I'm relating, yeah. probably I have my kids around. We haven't fun. Yeah. How do I walk that and I will not be selfish? Yeah. Now, because it will be about me and my family. Yeah. My phone is off. I'm not relating with another person. Yeah. So how do I marry both together? I think that's a great question. <laughs> we don't Some, have the full Somebody answer. else help or somebody comment. Else, somebody what, else, what do, what do you think? How do you do that? Anybody else? Yeah, yeah. One of the things we talked about was being an introvert and actually being, being around people 
is is fun but not necessarily restful and so how what do you do with that situation and I know it's different to yours but yours is slightly different it's well if my family's here you know do I need to be alone to rest or being with them and one thing we talked about was that perhaps you can organize different types of sabbath so maybe one week it's going to be one where you are trying to be more restful having trying to find a bit of time for yourself but maybe the next week is time with you know say with family the next week it's something where maybe it's more energy filled because you're wanting to do that but maybe that's not physically restful so maybe the week afterwards you're going to more physically rest and do something more quiet so we we've talked about is it possible to have all of these things on one day and i i personally think maybe not maybe it's looking at can i just get as many in as i can you know are we am i looking for something which is the best possible knowing the limits of myself or my situation and and the the things i have to deal with and of course they're all different for us but as individuals we do also have different personalities and different responsibilities and whatever and so perhaps it's looking for the best that I can do this week and trying to balance it out next week and the week after and week after so that in the course of one year I'm trying to get all of these things in whilst knowing you know perfection doesn't exist and no, no. but we're we're just going for general principles and and things that feel well bi- bibli- feel right. bi- biblically the word perfection actually means fit for purpose we, we've made it about being 10 out of 10, but it's fit for purpose is a really good definition of what perfection means biblically. So I guess the question would be, can I make my Sabbath fit for purpose? I, I wonder, you know, is it is it that you have you split the day and you have a morning where you can rest and be by yourself? But and then you have the kids for the afternoon or I, I, one of the things they talked about in the book, because when he, the guy who wrote this, he did it when his kids were like seven, nine and eleven. And he, he says they start Sabbath by they make a big cookie in a pan, you know, and they get a pound, because they're American, they get a pound tub of ice cream and they shove it in the middle and they all sit with four spoons and they eat that. But that's their way of saying this is the start of a different day and that's what they always did. And when the kids got older, they would walk down the road and go and get donuts because they said, well, that's, that's rejoicing. That's the fun. I mean, it's also fat and sugar and, you know, <laughs> I'm aware. Do that with the kids and, and you'll need to rest because they'll be bouncing off the ceilings for the rest of the day. But his point was it was a way of, it was actually putting a little bit of, um, of uh, what's the right word? Oh, sorry? Stru- structure, no. Uh, um, what's the right word? Like memorial stuff. Like what's the, you know, um, you know obviously the, the Jews had their Sabbath meal. That's what they did. They, they did. A, they do a different meal on a Friday evening to mark it out from the rest of the week. And that's when they tell their stories to each other about, well, you know, what is God like? I wonder about, you know, can you do a special family thing together? Which may, might not be food. It might be, you know, I don't know. You all write a thank you when you put it in a prayer pot. And that, that's your part of rejoicing as part of a Sabbath. I, I, I do like the thing. I think that's a really good comment of... A, there isn't a gold standard. There's not this is perfect and that's naff. You just have to keep working on it. And it, it may be that, you know, on one Sunday, you, one Sabbath, you do lots of relating, but on another Sabbath, you, you don't. And you get you try and do it in the round. I guess the challenge then is you will always tend to go towards the bits that either you enjoy the most or you find easiest. I wonder whether as well we need to... Because we're, we're sort of defining rest as us doing nothing well biblically that that is when the word that's used means stop yes but i wonder whether it's stop but i wonder whether as a family stopping doesn't mean no you know because i I look and i remember when our children were little and thinking 
you know, going on holiday with them and thinking, hang on a minute, this is not restful. Like, because my definition of rest was, you know, sitting with a book and, you know, sitting in the sunshine, hopefully, and possibly on a beach and all of those things. And none of that happened, you know, like reading books, sitting on a beach. None of that happened with, with, with small children. And, and, I remember having to almost redefine what rest looked like and learning that actually being in the moment with children and not worrying about things, not thinking about anything, but being like making that sandcastle actually could become restful if I let it. So it was stopping from the busyness of my life. And I think that's one of the things, you know, though we're trying to define this now for our lives as, as a, as a couple of our age with our, our grown up children. But I think, you know, with our young children we defined it as rest is us not not doing lots of stuff but actually being together and enjoying that time together and learning to rest in that time together so yeah, I, I think mean, it was it was playing games yes so it was playing it, games it, it was, was it building was a sound capsule on the going beach for a it walk was... it was it so it was doing things with them but it wasn't it was trying to do things that were restful together with them, that we stayed in the moment with them. Okay. Yeah. Does that, does that help at all? What? It's just like, it's, it's harder with younger kids. It is. But I wonder, I guess you're trying to build a family pattern so that, so our, our kids will talk about, oh, we always knew Saturday was for us. We knew that. And that, that was our main thing, that they would know that Saturday was a family day and it was for them when we got to be with each other. And they looked back and said, we, we loved Saturdays. Even though, you know, we didn't, we didn't have much money. We, didn't, we, we couldn't afford to do much other than be together and, and play games and stuff like that. So, anyway, go on, go on Rob. How, how do we define doing things? Is it, a, is it a mindset shift that we need to make to think about when we're doing things with our kids, with our family, with our church, whether that's work or that's rest? Is it is it the mindset around it? Is it something that's enjoyable? Is it something that gives us energy? Is it helps us to relate? Is it and in that that definition of of mm. spending time together? Mm. Um, I'm just asking the question. I mean, I'm not no, necessarily no, no, answering. I, I, I can pre- and, I and how it. how how do we rest when we're not working, or should we say not working and resting, and then spending time with your son who needs. In my case, a curtain rail putting up tonight, this afternoon. You know, is that rest or is that work? I, mean, I, I, I would define it as rest, but maybe not. I think the challenge for you, Rob, is you do it all the time and then you're tired. <laughs> if I'm if I'm honest, so how how is it how is it resting? Because it's it's you're not re you are. If it leaves you more depleted, how is it restful? But that might be well, you know. But I'm relationally full. Okay, that that's good. But if that's all you do every time, when do you physically? This this is why I was thinking about using different times of the day or different times of the week to do these different tasks and being able to plan it maybe weeks in advance rather rather than hours in advance. I I did hear you guys talking. I think. Oh, go on, Colin. Were you about to say something? Go on. I was just going to say. I can do. I can do. Sort of put this into practice. Yeah. On different days, but to yeah. put it into one day. Yeah. That's that's hard. It is. It's I don't know how you do that. You have to reorganise things. Hmm. I mean, I heard your group talking about. You know, I think it was John saying, 
actually, it, it, it's ironically, it's a lot of work to get a day of rest because yeah. it is. You know, it means actually I'm going to have to think about the fact that have I got all the stuff in and not go food shopping on a, on a Saturday? You know, I remember talking to Paul, who isn't here this morning, about that. He was like, well, I, I, when am I meant to go food shopping? I haven't got a car. If I go on Sunday afternoon, there's no left. Just really practically, there's, there's, you know, everybody's gone and bought everything on Saturday and there's no, what am I meant to do? I was like, I, 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 I live off takeout. I mean, that's... <laughs> Not very healthy. But it's a very real, you know, that's why I'm saying I haven't got all the answers. I did, sorry, go on, Anna, you were about to say something. I want, I want yeah. to comment on something that I heard John say. Something that I think is important is also about different seasons of life. So at the moment, you know, you do have young children. It's, yeah. It is going to be a really busy season, isn't it? But as, as other people are saying, you know, they're going to get older. There'll be time when, when they do leave. And, if they're, and so I think also it's looking at what season am I in? Because if you've got young children, then, yeah, yeah it's going gonna, it's gonna to look different, isn't it? There's going to be different demands on your time. Whereas maybe in 10 years' time, in 20 years' time, your life could look completely different. And so I think this is why it's important to look at the long haul, look at your life. Like, not that you're trying to organise yourself in the next 20 years, but you're thinking <laughs> like, you know, my, my Sabbath is going to look different now than it did 10 years ago or in 10 years time it's going to be different again because my life is constantly evolving according to what pressures or responsibilities are there so um yeah I think it's important to look at kind of like the, the full stretch of your life in that respect um but also what's relevant to you now because different bits are going to be relevant different times okay what about the relating bit what about the, 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 there was question seven what can we do together as a church because it is, for the Jewish people, it's something they do as a nation. It's something, it, it's not individual. And as I said, th- this for me is the really hard bit. Because I, if we're going to be honest with you, I am all, we are always the leaders. Even when we give responsibility over, over to other people, we are always the leaders. The book stops with us. So whenever we're together, we are in the room thinking, is there enough food? Do I need to send somebody? So even if we're like, oh, we're just going to get together and have a meal together, that you know, maybe for all the rest of you, that's great. I just turn up and there's food there. Liz and I are looking, thinking, is everybody in the right room? Have we got enough cutlery? Do we need to send somebody out to get some more food? Because that's how you well, think. Well, and the pastoral, you know, uh, yeah. like is, and you know, the pastoral okay. thing that, yeah, because people are often like, oh, great, we've got, you know, Stuart, Stuart or Liz are around. And that's my chance to, to tell them the stuff I haven't had a chance to tell them on a Sunday because we've been busy setting up. Well, I've, I love you all. But if I spend my day off, day off listening to all your stories, I'm knackered. I am. Because I'm an introvert. And, and you know, I, I, I love you all and I want to be there pastorally for you. But it is not a day of rest for me if all that happens is one person leaves and the next person says, oh, Stuart's alone. Let me tell him about my week. And I, I can't, you know, I don't feel it's appropriate to say, I love you, shut up. So how does that... How does that work? I, yeah. I mean, there are other, other introverts. Obviously, Anna was saying she was, yeah, yeah. and you know, I'm not anywhere near as bad as you. But that, that must not be as bad a... as you're, <laughs> not bad. It's just me. I'm not as introverted as you. But no. I think, um, John, you said some interesting things about together. Did I? Trying to remember what I said about together now. Um, I think if you rest more, you'll be able to remember more. Yes. Together. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. I'll, I'll just have a quick snooze. Um, I was, I, in terms of relating, I think um, we don't have to see it as, as, it as all of us relating all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're doing Sabbath with Liz, then yeah. you and Liz are relating that, yeah. that 
meets the requirement to have a relational dynamic to it. Yeah. But I think we do need to relate together as a church. Yeah. And maybe we do that at certain set periods of the year. Easter and Christmas particularly okay, yeah. might be occasions. I mean, we all come round your house on a on a Good Friday and have fish and chips and, and look at, at the, the Passover meal. Um, so that, something like that, whether we do that, that then we all have to muck in and get the food because that's very much like you were just saying, it's back on you, or whether we go out to a restaurant and let somebody else take care of that and we all just sit and... You know, yep. we're then relating to each other without the work element to it. Um, That's I mean, somebody else is working on our Sabbath, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but as yeah, we I mean, said, the different the, people yeah. have different Sabbaths. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, the question would be, well, how do you do that when you've got young children? But we, we, you can't please all of the people all of the time. You do the best you can for most of you, you know, that... It, don't get me wrong. I think there are sometimes when, like, sometimes when we do a Sunday, and all all we do is we say we're going to eat together, and if people pray for each other, that's fine. That that can feel a bit more restful. But with the proviso that if it, you know, if it becomes oh that's our day to all go talk to Stuart and Liz, that well, but maybe we need to deal with that and say okay, well that's fine. That's but that is not our Sabbath. Our Sabbath will be Saturday. But then how do we do relate in family? I'm not going to make you responsible for our challenges. That's not how it works. I'm just well, because different people have different challenges. Yeah, That's what we're saying, isn't not, it? Whether it's, it's young children or, or whether you struggle being on your own or whatever it is. I kind of thought like the relating part on your Sabbath was more to do with like your family, people you do life with, because throughout the week you're with mm-hmm. like friends or work colleagues mm-hmm. or that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, <clears throat> to me, it's like, it makes sense for yourself to be intentional time with family because throughout the week you're on the go and actually they need your time, just time with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of find it hard, like the whole really inside of things. Cause like I'm quite an introvert extrovert. So like Monday to Friday I'm work. So the night times you'll find me in my room (laughs) because I'm like shutting off but um weekends is hard like to just have a whole day because one of my friends the only day that we're both off is a Sunday Mm -hmm. and then other friends it's like Saturday so it's like Mm -hmm. sometimes I would have to swap and change but it can't it can be hard relating because it's like when you live in your own as well yeah yeah um for people who do live in their own it is hard because it's like to have a whole day with nobody kind of around you yeah, it's it can be hard. It can be boring because it's like rather than watching a movie with somebody, like I can sw- watch a movie and switch off with mm. somebody else there because I'm mm. spending time with them. But doing that myself, I have the phone, a game going, and a movie. <laughs> you know, and then I can be more tired than what I started. But but maybe that is where sort of family can help. You know, so are there people in the room or as part of the group who can be like, actually, we could Sabbath together, as long as you don't. You know, so you, so say, I'm not offering, but say, we said to you, you can come and Sabbath with us. You can come with us. But if you come in and ask us a whole load of questions, that's not going to work. So it needs a requirement for both of us. So, well, you can come and Sabbath with us, but you need to understand that's going to be sitting in the conservatory. And if you want to drink, you go and get your own. And if we watch a movie, we're going to, and we're not going to talk about church because we're not, we're not working because that's work for us. We're not, we're not going to be worrying together. We're not, so it, it might be, but it will require 
work from both from whoever does it to be like, okay, well, this is how we do it together. That might it might that might work. That might be something we can do together. I we we've got a, a, some friends who help us do school, but actually they've been working through this book and they said, oh, do you want to come and Sabbath with us? And it, that really worked because they're not part of our church. And all, we got together and we played some games and we sat in the garden. And I was like, oh, I could, I could do this. But I'm not responsible for them. That's and they're not responsible for us. And they're not responsible for us. It works both yeah. ways. Yeah. Okay. Maybe all we've started to do, I, I, I do think one important thing I really want to say, I'll tell you what is the enemy of Sabbath. Mobile phones. Mo- mobile, I, 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 they are the spawn of the devil. They are. They, 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 they demand attention. They suck you into consumerism and news. You know, I could give you, if you read the book, there's a whole lot of stuff about how they were designed to do it, how obsolescence is put in, how there was a move to consumerism. There's a, they are an, an evil planned device. I know it means we see our family. It means there's lots of good things. They can be used for good. They can be redeemed. Absolutely. But if you want to see something that undermines Sabbath, this. Or the shiny little black mirror. Now, there's an interesting point if you watch Netflix. Anyway, controlling that, I think, is crucial. I wonder about learning to be bored again. Just learning to just be like, I'm just. I am literally going to have to twiddle my thumbs. Just. To, I'm going to have to learn to do nothing, because it's alien to us. I, I like. I like the meal idea. I mean, we again. I sort of. Maybe we've been trying to touch on this when we, you know, because we do prayer walks and then we go to Pizza Express, but not everybody comes. Maybe we need to say, well, come on, let's do that. Let's be a bit more intentional about that. Remembering money is not an issue. That we will cover it. You can just be there. If you can put a quid in, that's fine. If you can put 40 quid in and pay for somebody else's, that's brilliant. But let's not worry about it. God provides. We can do that as a church. Maybe there's some stuff then that we could look at that. Maybe we could go out to a fish and chip restaurant. On good, fr- they're up, They are around. We could do that. Wouldn't that be interesting to sit in a restaurant and get out some bread and wine and start to recreate Sabbath in a public space? That, that, that would be funny. There's an evangelist I know who all he does, he goes into a, he put he literally goes onto a street, he gets a table and he puts bread and wine on it and he sits there and he sees who comes up and talks to him. Ooh. Anyway. I, 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 it would. Yeah, yeah. It was another thing of doing something in public. So I, I think that's something we could look at. I like that idea. I wonder about the how do we support each other in Sabbath? And it may be, you know, Stephanie was asking, I don't know. Maybe it comes that, you know, you get two or three families together and one family says, actually, we'll have all the kids. So you t- you two other families, you two couples, you can sleep, you can rest, you can do other things that couples do. The book talks about sex. Shock horror on Sabbath and says that's part of relating. And, you know, I'm, I'm not... It's for married couples. That's what... But, I mean, frankly, since when you've got young kids, I mean, they always joke and say, you know, what's the best contraceptive in the world? Children. Because <laughs> they're always around. Anyway. But I wonder, you know, maybe there's something, but that's, so that's about saying you can't do it by yourself. You actually do need, you might need others 
especially when you've got young kids, to say, well, I don't know, we'll have them in the morning, you have them in the afternoon. We'll, we'll sleep in in the morning. You can have a rest in the afternoon. Maybe that's something you could look at. But it, would, it comes back to something John said, you, you've got to do some stuff. You know, if you don't want to shop on a Saturday, that means you might have to go out on Friday evening. Well, that's effort. Yes, but it makes Saturday work or whichever day it is for you. I wonder about some of those things. I'm interested that some people haven't said anything publicly. I mean, that's some burning thing you, they wanted to say. Even if it's like, oh, this is naff and I can't do it. I want you to be challenged a little bit and say, no. Oh. Has this been helpful? Has it made us think? Wasn't necessarily asking you no, but anyway, that's thank you for the input. It's not. It's not that for you though. It's for your mum and dad, really. You, you, you'll grow into this. Uh, what do we do to keep doing it? How do we make it? Maybe we have to do this again and just. I, I did say when we started doing testimonies, I would love to hear some testimonies of this is when I've silenced in solitude, which is something else we talked about. I'd, I'd love that. To, I'd love to hear some testimonies of you know, even if it's. I tried to do a Sabbath and it was naff because, you know, five of you lot phoned me and you ruined my Sabbath. I don't know. Or my kids. You Well, yeah, exactly. Yes. Put your phone away then, Wally. Good answer. Um, is that a way that we can make it? I'm trying to look for some ways. How do we make it part of church life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course we could. Yeah, I can. I can. I mean, and it'd be great, Stephanie, if you said, well, actually, we've tried to do a few things as a family. This is what we did. Can that help somebody else? That'd be cool. I do want to challenge you. Those of you who, without any guilt or recrimination, those of you who haven't done anything, try it. Just just try doing some stuff. I mean, otherwise, literally, we're talking hot air and you're not listening to us. But I just, Jesus did it. And if we want to be like Jesus, we need to do what Jesus did. That, that's the bottom line. We want to be. A, I, my aim for a church is to be a church full of of people who look like Jesus, who talk like Jesus, and who did what do what Jesus did. Because that would be amazing. Anyway, let, let's just stand up, because you've all been sat down. And it may be that we've raised more questions than answers. Well, sometimes that's a good place. It gets you thinking and gets you going a little bit. But let's um, let's just be quiet for a minute and be honest before him and be, I don't know. Lord, actually, all I feel is a bit wazzed off now because I don't know what to do. Or it may be, okay, there's a, you're speaking and there's a challenge there and I need to listen. So let's just be quiet. Maybe it's just one of those occasions when it is about simplicity and not trying to make something complicated. And it's it's the real disciples' prayer that we have to say. Help, Lord. Amen. Because if he doesn't help, we're doing it by ourselves and then it really will be hard work. So help, Lord. 
Amen.